Hey guys, welcome to Hard to Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Caesar, and you are listening to episode 44. Resilience is accepting your new reality, even if it's less good than the one you had before. You can fight it, you can do nothing but scream about what you've lost, or you can accept it and try to put together something that's good. Elizabeth Edwards. Friends, are you ready to hear a story of resilience? Well, today's amazing guest, Clarita Escalante, is here to share with you her personal story of how she transformed a daunting cancer diagnosis and turned it into something good. She turned it into her journey back to health. She has now dedicated her career and mission to helping people build simple and actionable habits to reach their goals in every aspect of their lives. I bring to you my conversation with the resilient, certified transformational nutrition health coach. I am so excited to have you on Heart to Talk, the podcast. Oh my God. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me here with your amazing community and just allowing me to share my story. My name is Clarita Escalante and I am a certified transformational nutrition coach. I was never so into nutrition or health or anything like that, but unfortunately, over four years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was just so devastating. At that time, I thought that it was the worst thing that have ever happened to me. And I was having such a hard time just really observing the news and just realizing what was happening to me. It all started back in December of 2017. I went for a regular mammogram. I was over 40 years, so I was getting them every year. And I received a phone call and it was during the holidays and I really just ignored the phone call because I thought it was more of a follow-up and just, you know, how was the service and all of that. And then comes January and they follow up with the letter. And the letter stated that I needed to contact them immediately and I needed to reach out to my doctor. And that's where my journey started. I went to my doctor from there. I was going from one test to another. And as all of the tests came back with further review, that's when I knew there was something going on more than just, you know, normal mammograms. So I got to the point, it was March. It passed probably two months by now. And I was referred to an oncologist. And that's when I knew that it was cancer. They couldn't tell me because in the state of Arizona, if it's not an oncologist, they can't really tell you the news. But I knew deep in my heart that that's what it was. I went to an oncologist. He confirmed. It was a Friday afternoon. I was his last appointment. And he told me, Clarita, um, I have an opening on Monday, which was two days later. I can actually move some stuff around and I can get you in into surgery. I literally couldn't believe that that was happening to me. And the only thing that came out of my mouth was, well, you know what? Right now I'm going through training, so I'm going to think about it and come back in six months. 
And he was just surprised at my response. And then he said, no, I don't think you understand. He explained himself all over again. And then I came back with, I need to think about it. Let me at least give me a month. And he just explained to me how crucial it was at the stage that I was and how crucial it was to do something about it and not be in another stage in a few days or in a few months and be talking about other treatments. So out of fear, Teresa, I decided to go into surgery, got out of surgery, and I was already in this overwhelm and a stress sense of state prior to my diagnosis. And with this diagnosis, it just amplified all of the feelings, everything that I was feeling. And I was thinking to myself, why did this happen to me? Like, why me? And just kept victimizing myself with those thoughts over and over again. And a year went by. And after a year of what I call that now sitting in this victim mode, I realized that I needed to get out of that state, that I wanted to do something about it, and that I couldn't be there anymore. And the moment that I decided to do something about it, that's when all of the amazing podcasts, books, and just people came my way. And I say in a way that it was like a miracle, (laughs) but it wasn't. It was that everything was already around me. But when I realized and when I decided to make a change, I feel that's when I noticed all of those things that were already around me and they were just ready to support me. And now I often call it my journey to health because at that point I decided to go back to school, study nutrition. And I thought that by studying nutrition and really understanding the functionality of my body, I was never going to hear that word cancer again. And to my surprise, as I was embarking in this journey, I started uh, reading more about holistic healing, holistic nutrition, holistic health. And I realized that I could be eating all of the amazing um, organic (laughs) vegetables and fruits and amazing food and exercising. But if I didn't include my whole entire body into this healing I was never going to reach that optimal health. And by that journey, I realized that I have had so much trauma as a child. Mm. I was sexually abused within my family. My parents did the best they could, but there was just so much emotional trauma within it. And I never talk about it. I never dealt with that. And then I grew up into this adult, you know, bringing all those insecurities, bringing all of those traumas and never heal from it. So at one point, what I thought that cancer was taken away from me, then I realized that, no, it was gifting me so much. It was gifting me this opportunity to press like that reset button I think staples are one of those doors and just really press yeah and just press that reset button and really I was gifted the opportunity to go back to that trauma heal from within and that's where I am right now do you feel like it had you not had that diagnosis you wouldn't be who you are today oh a hundred percent I I often say that I would have never had the courage to step into this journey that I am now. Yeah, 100%. 
I see you, Clarita, and thank you for your courage, first of all, to share, because there's so many other women that are getting a diagnosis today or will get one tomorrow or had one. Oftentimes we do feel alone. And I think that's why you're out there doing your work. And I'm out there because all of our pain and that suffering is the result of greater growth and the highest expression of ourselves. So tell us what your mission is now. I would say that my number one mission is to really simplify health to people. (laughs) And I feel that if I can do a little bit of that, if I can put my little just effort um, into this world and really try to simplify health, it would actually allow the people to be able to understand their own bodies and be able to accomplish the goals that they have when it comes to wellness or health. So simplifying health will be my number one mission. That's beautiful. And do you have a a tip or two in how uh, some of our listeners can simplify their health starting like today after they listen to this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? That is one of the questions that I get probably all of the time. Like, where can I start? I want to start my journey to health, like you mentioned, or I want to start eating healthy, or I want to, you know, make a change in my, in my health. And, and these three things that I'm going to mention are super simple, not easy. But if Mm -hmm. we just start building that, you know, a foundation around our fitness or health or our wellness, and just keep adding to it. And I feel like it's so important to eat real food most of the time. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yes. How simple is that? But we don't. (laughs) No. I mean, and they said real food. What do you mean with that? And what I mean with real food is real food, like vegetables, fruits, um, meat, protein, nothing that it's in boxes, nothing that it's processed. Uh, Try to minimize this. Do I eat processed food? Yes. But I do minimize the processed food. I do minimize anything that it's in a box or in a can. And if you can implement more real food, you're just not going to see the effects of weight loss or health or anything like that. But you're actually really communicating or building a strong communication from the outside world within your inside Mm -hmm. world. And that is so amazing because... I mean, that's where the diseases start and everything. And I can go on and on. But number one will be eat more real food. Number two, stay hydrated. I feel like we don't drink enough water in order for our our body to be hydrated, for the organs to be working properly. And number three, compassion. I hear a lot of people saying, I'm off the wagon, or I'm the wagon, or I'm going to start on Monday, or I'm going to start this diet. And it's just, uh, I have a friend who's a dietitian that she says often, there's no wagon. And I 100% agree with her. It's just um, have that compassion that when you start a journey, they're going to be challenging days, they're going to be imperfect days, like we call it. And that it's okay. I mean, we're not because we ate a processed meal or because we indulge on a meal during, you know, when we went out to a restaurant that doesn't throw all of the effort that you have done in the past. Where if you look at your life, 
you're always moving forward. We never go backwards, never. Mm. We're always moving forward. And even if it seems with that meal or with that, that habit that we have, that we haven't been able to change, that even if we feel we're going backwards, we're not. We're always moving mm. forward. So I compassion will be the third. <laughs> Those are amazing, Clarita. I mean, simple, but like you said, not like we know the what, and it's, I think it's fascinating. We all kind of know that, but we have to be reminded, but what do you think it is that blocks us from actually taking the action? Yes. I think so many things. One that I see is we don't have the patience. I feel like we want this transformation from one day to another mm. and in a journey it's is literally a journey it's not you know our race it's something that we're working at every single day and to have patience you know to know that if we start a new journey if we start a new habit it's going to take time and it's going to take time for us to master it but you just keep working at it every single day, every single day, every single morning. It's an opportunity for us to, to practice. Wow. That's incredible. Okay, Clarita. So how can we follow your journey? Yes, you can follow my journey by listening to my podcast. Um, it's the Clarita Escalante Show. And it's available anywhere you listen to a podcast. I release uh, weekly on Friday, to be exact, my episodes. And I talk about my journey and I bring amazing women like you and that shares their stories. I mean, their inspirational and motivational stories. You can also go to my website, which is claritascalante.com or follow me on social media. And yes. Well, I love it. I recommend following her and your podcast is the bomb. I love it. <laughs> so thank you for what you put out. All right. I'm going to close up this episode with the ending questions per tradition, Clarita. The first one, what is your favorite quote? Oh, I have so many because I love quotes like affirmations. I'm just obsessed with them. And I would say one of my favorite ones will be, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. <laughs> oh my God. Can I just tell you, Clarita? Yes. You and I swear we are like on the same wavelength because that's been my recent one. I actually have it as a screenshot on my phone. Oh, that's bomb. <laughs> just to remind myself, you know, that yeah. whenever I'm committing to something, that it's really coming from first listening to myself and asking myself, you know, is this something that I want to commit to? Clarita, thank you for that. Oh. So good. All right. And the second one, what is your favorite book? Uh, I have so many because I read one physical book a, a month and I do an audible a month. And I just love books. But the most recent one that I am just obsessed with it is Life Force. I actually have it right here. Ooh. <laughs> Life Tony, Force who is with it by? Tony, Ro Tony Robbins. Yeah. By uh, Tony Robbins and then Peter and Robert. There's two doctors that are writing the book with him. And it's just so amazing because it's so in line as well with my purpose of really empowering people and human beings, you know, everyone to know that everything we need, it's already within ourselves, that we really just need to create that space 
to listen to our bodies, to listen to ourselves, to listen to our intuition so we can make the best decisions for ourselves. Okay. So for the last question, what is the best advice that you have ever been given? Many, but not too long ago from Lindsay Shorts, I was telling her that I had all this fear that I wanted to do all these amazing things. And she said, just do it. Just go up there, do the messy action and, and just invite fear along your journey. And I was like, what? I can invite fear? If fear can come with me, I don't have to like work on it to get rid of it. And that was just so amazing. I mean, it took a while for me to really sit in with amazing advice that she gave me. But that's, I think, what started all of the changes that you now see. The release of my podcast, the release of my journal, you know, all of the amazing things that I'm putting out in the world came from in everything that I'm doing. I'm doing it, you know, inviting fear along the way. And, and it's amazing because it's just a reminder that, I, that I'm growing, that I'm stepping into the person that I'm supposed to be in this world. So that has been one of the best advice that I have been given. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I do hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Clarita Escalante today and that you feel inspired to embark on your own journey to optimal health in all areas, mind, body, and spirit. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and download this episode and any of your other favorite Heart to Talk the Podcast episodes. Be sure to find me on Instagram and Facebook for updates and more. Otherwise, friends, I'll be back in two weeks.